Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We got a lot to dive into, but right off the top, let me give you my Elite Eight picks tonight. I like the under in Oregon State going up against Houston. Uh, I also like Oregon State. Finally, finally, the Beavers getting some respect here. Oregon State plus the eight. And I also like uh, Arkansas plus the eight tonight in their game uh, as they get ready. uh, And we find out whether or not the Razorbacks are going to be able to advance to uh, the uh, Final Four going up against Baylor. So I like both underdogs plus eight and I like the under in the total of the game between Oregon State and Houston. You can get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay. Get hooked up now with a great offer there. Fanduel.com slash clay. I don't know how many of you have read the latest in the Deshaun Watson case. There are now 19 official lawsuits filed although Tony Busby, the attorney in the plaintiff's case says there are going to be 20. And on top of that we have an incredible uh, detailed really bad look story that has been published by SI.com if you have not read that. Another anonymous masseuse who is not among the women who has filed a lawsuit told her story of her experience giving a massage to Deshaun Watson. SI has investigated it, confirmed all of the details surrounding it and it is an incredibly bad look for Deshaun Watson. Again, this is a female masseuse in Houston uh, who has outreached there uh, was reached by SI to discuss her experience being a massage uh, I guess masseuse for Deshaun Watson and how inappropriate his behavior was. Uh, Among other things, I thought I would read uh, from some of the allegations that were made in that SI piece and uh, I am uh, reading from you right now. She says that she was uncomfortable uh, with the idea that Watson wanted basically to be nude. She brought in a beach towel to cover him and he said it was uncomfortable and took that off. She said she was speaking out because what if he goes to Atlanta or California or anywhere else he would have a whole new community of massage therapists to target. Uh, And so she says again this is an anonymous woman speaking to SI she said she's had more than a thousand clients and never had anybody behave like Deshaun Watson. She said he showed up and wanted to come in uh, a secret entrance basically the back door. Uh, She used an oversized towel like a beach towel and uh, she said that he was lying face up on the table threw her beach towel to the floor saying it was too itchy. She says she proceeded with the massage without the towel 
and said that after 90 minutes Watson asked to extend the session for another hour. She continued to work on his quads, inner thighs, and abdomen. She said that Deshaun Watson again I'm reading direct from the SI story developed an erection and began clenching and thrusting the air. She asked if he was okay. She said he was fine. He then asked for another hour uh, and uh, there was one point she t- he said he told her uh, that she could touch him if she needed to. She said she completely ignored him. She said she stay- he stayed on his back for the entire session naked and she said at one point while massaging his abdomen she noticed different fluids on his stomach. Uh, she wondered what was going on and, uh, and she said that, uh, that he said he then began thrusting his pelvis in the air this time much faster and she told him he needed to calm down. Uh, she immediately told other witnesses about the experience uh, and also then this is kind of creepy she says Deshaun Watson reached out uh, asking to book her again she has corroborating evidence of those and then multiple times after this Deshaun Watson reached out to her attempting to book a uh, book a uh, an event uh, she said uh, massage she said that uh, she made it clear to him in one message I just do massage with the upside down smiley face emoji Watson replied gotcha Sorry there were no intentions for anything more. He did not book the appointment. He then DM'd her again. She sent the past past, uh, interaction and explained uh, what was going on. So again this is a woman who uh, is not suing right now isn't seeking any money at all and essentially has told Sports Illustrated a story that is very similar to the stories that have been revealed by the 19 women who have accused Deshaun Watson of sexual assault so far. This again is incredibly alarming I think behavior by Deshaun Watson. 19 different sexual assault lawsuits uh, the latest in SI and it is wild to think about. I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson but as more and more of these cases are being alleged it's becoming to me more and more likely that criminal charges are going to be brought against Deshaun Watson. And you can say and I think it's fair and certainly appropriate that you believe in innocent until proven guilty. I think everyone should. But at some point in time all of these different stories that are eerily similar being told about Deshaun Watson and Massage is not a he said she said story this is making Deshaun Watson look akin to a Jeffrey Epstein or a Bill Cosby to be frank and that obviously is incredibly incredibly difficult to see him coming back from anytime in the near future and being able to play. I would also argue that this story continues to be wildly undercovered by most people in sports media. They aren't discussing it. They aren't sharing it. They aren't contemplating all of the serious consequences that could fall out of this from the NFL personal conduct policy from the uh, civil lawsuits and potentially from criminal charges being brought to bear here. 
the worst case scenario for Deshaun Watson is not that he's not going to play football in 2021 because I think increasingly that's becoming more and more likely. It's that he might go to prison and that his football career may in many ways potentially be in doubt based on his behavior during all of these massage uh, interactions and the allegations that are associated with them. So uh, that is where we are. That is the absolute latest uh, in the Deshaun Watson imbroglio and all of the controversy that is surrounding him and we will have to wait and see what ends up transpiring there. Now, less significant and less uh, negative news the Elite Eight we have arrived at the Elite Eight it seems like we will thankfully be able to get to the Final Four knock on wood uh, hopefully without any major Uh, any major issues with COVID going forward two teams will punch their ticket for the Final Four this tonight two teams tomorrow one of the things I like to do is rank the teams not based on where they were seated or what they did in the regular season but based on their performances so far in the three games that have been completed to get us to the Elite Eight and I would say right now the best and most impressive team that has played through uh, the NCAA tournament so far Gonzaga not a surprise at all Oregon State I think has been the second most impressive despite the fact that I called them a, uh, a uh, not very good team uh, I, in, in, in many ways uh, USC uh, has been the third most impressive that Mobley dunk to close out Oregon was phenomenal I think the Trojans you can make an argument have been the second best team that game against Gonzaga tomorrow is going to be a war Baylor 4th best Michigan 5th best Houston the 6th best team UCLA the 7th and Arkansas I have got as the 8th best team right now I would also say this about the Zags in particular they are now 29-0 they have won 28 different games by double digits Mark Few's team is on track right now to be the first undefeated college basketball team since 1976 I think they're going to pull it off I believe they will win uh, against USC then win on in the Final Four and to the championship game I continue to believe it will be Gonzaga against Baylor in the men's championship game Uh, and I think the Zags are going to end up before all is said and done finding their way to the championship Uh, and then the debate will become where do they rank historically among the greatest teams that have ever played in the history modern history I would say of college basketball Mark Few has got things really rolling Uh, LA sports are on fire the two teams the two cities that have most had success during the course of this uh, pandemic Tampa Bay which won the NHL and the Super Bowl and had the Rays in the World Series and LA with the Dodgers with the Lakers and now with both USC and UCLA into the Elite Eight UCLA pulls off a big upset over Alabama the tie drained that three at the buzzer but ultimately could not find a way to reach their second ever Elite Eight Uh, Mick Cronin on a roll right now UCLA lost the final four games of their regular season and of course turns around and wins four straight once the NCAA tournament begins including two different games among those four in overtime which is a pretty phenomenal performance uh, down the stretch run here uh, to, uh, to be putting everything together at exactly the right time. We'll see how UCLA does. 
in their matchup against Michigan. I think the Wolverines will get it done. And I think after all of the upsets that we saw in the early rounds of the tournament, I think what we're likely to see in the Final Four if I were projecting right now, I think we're going to see a number one seed in Gonzaga, a number one seed in Michigan, a number one seed in Baylor, and a number two seed in Houston which would be one of the most chalk-like brackets that has ever been created in the modern era but we'll start to get a good sense of that tonight with how Arkansas does as an underdog as well as Oregon State. Now, uh, so congrats to LA sports fans for LA sports being on fire. Now if only you could go outside and actually celebrate and you weren't still being locked down by a madman in, uh, in what's going on in California right now. Speaking of what's going on in California let's give some props uh, to the governor of Texas Greg Abbott for what is going on in the state of Texas. It has now been I believe 17 days since Texas-ish ended their mask mandate. Cases have continued to fall. Hospitalizations have continued to fall. The overall case positivity rate has continued to plummet as well. Texas forever baby has not had major issues. In fact the Rangers are poised to have a full house for their opener on April the 5th. And by the way, Major League Baseball is returning for a 162-game season this week. I feel like for many of you, it is sneaking up on you. I would put myself in that category as well. Uh, Major League Baseball officially starting on Thursday, which I believe is April Fool's. So, Congratulations to Texas for following the data. Same data that Florida has been following for a long time. Opening, allowing people to work, allowing kids to be in school. Massive difference for everybody there. Uh, Speaking of of southern states, we got an issue going on in Georgia right now. We talked about this on Friday. Major League Baseball Players Association head, uh, Players Union head, Tony Clark has been threatening to pull the All-Star game out of Atlanta over the new Georgia voting bill and now there is a civil rights group which is saying the Masters need to move out of Georgia over this voting bill. Let's just take a step back here. Regardless of what you think about the voting bill does this organization understand that the Masters can't just relocate somewhere? This idea of a boycott is next level dumb because this is not the US Open or the PGA or, uh, or the British Open for that matter. This is the only major that is always located at the same place. You can't just move the Masters and have it occur somewhere else. It doesn't work that way. And so this is uh, to be frank pure madness and also evidence that a lot of these groups that are boycotting sports don't really understand the very essence of what they are saying they want to do. Again, you can't just relocate the Masters from Augusta and still have it be anything like the Masters. You can't just play a different course and call it the Masters. There are a lot of dumb boycotts. This might be the dumbest boycott of all time that I've ever heard suggested by anyone in the world of sports. Uh, Right now, you see this chair I'm sitting in? I'm going to slide out of the way. It's the X chair. It is incredibly comfortable. I work all day long and like a lot of you, I work at home. I was working at home before all this COVID stuff happened. I got a radio studio. I got a television studio. I've got this studio. I've got my desk. 
uh, around the corner and I have got X-Chair because they offer me the best possible support to have the most efficient and most productive home office setup I can possibly have. A lot of people including many of you I bet who are watching this right now you're not going back to an office. That means you're responsible for figuring out the most comfortable possible work environment to allow you to be as efficient as possible. You can save a lot of money great deals right now if you go to xchairclay.com let me repeat that one more time xchairclay.com go get hooked up right now you can get the best possible lumbar support all of the different attributes bells and whistles of this chair that make it the most comfortable that I have ever worked in that I have ever sat in I work and sit at a lot of different desks all throughout my career this is the best that I've ever had you need to go get signed up today at xchairclay.com let me tell you one more time xchairclay.com Who are the 49ers going to get? To me this is now the number one story that we will be debating over the course of the next month Who will the San Francisco 49ers go and draft at number 3? Don't buy into this idea that the 49ers have traded up to 3 and they don't know who they're going to take. That is balderdash. No way that that is remotely true. If you are giving away the assets that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch gave away to move up to 3 they know who their guy is. It's either Justin Fields, Trey Lance or Mac Jones. And... I don't even want to hazard a guess. I asked you guys who the 49ers should draft and your vote was by a substantial margin Justin Fields followed by Mac Jones followed by Trey Lance. Neither of these guys have played a tremendous amount of games in college football. Trey Lance set out last season because they weren't playing. Uh, Mac Jones obviously took over for Tua and had immediate tremendous success but he also had the Heisman Trophy wide receiver to throw to and Najee Harris to hand off to and Steve Sarkeesian running that offense Justin Fields bit enigmatic right? The game against Clemson which I know many of you watched he was as good of a quarterback as you could have in college football but many of the other games that took place during the course of the season he wasn't great through interceptions inconsistent seemed slow on his throws didn't seem to be seeing the field well Granted it's tough because COVID was going on practice schedules were not normal and Ohio State didn't play very many games in general. He may never have hit his full stride even though he played phenomenally against Clemson. Skowski hit him on that big hit. He was still not 100% healthy I think it's fair to say uh, in the game against Alabama but I do think all three of these guys have a little bit of reason for trepidation because they just don't have a lot of the resumes at the starting quarterback position. Again, Justin Fields, Trey Lance and Mac Jones and one of those guys is going to go three. I think one of those guys is going to go four to the Atlanta Falcons. Good chance that Arthur Smith is going to go find his quarterback new first year coach in Atlanta formerly the Titans offensive coordinator and then we'll see where the fifth quarterback who will also go in the first round who might end up getting him. And as a part of the 49er move where's Jimmy G going to go? Broncos, Panthers, Dolphins, Patriots who's going to trade for Jimmy G if anyone? I think if you gave up a third round pick right now you could get Jimmy G from the 49ers because they're going all in on the draft and I'm not sure who makes a lot of sense for Jimmy G. If I had to pick one team it would have been the Patriots but then they gave Cam Newton a contract 
even though it's only a one-year deal I'm not sure you want to bring in another quarterback in Jimmy G also a veteran starter to compete against him. To me the Broncos if John Elway and company were convinced that he was the starting quarterback maybe they don't believe in Drew Locke I could see the Broncos making some sense. I could also see the Dolphins because they don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick anymore wanting an older veteran there in case Tua doesn't pan out because of all the talent that is out there. And remember the Deshaun Watson mess is also hanging around out there because there's so much uncertainty about what might happen with him going forward that some of the teams that might have otherwise been interested in making a move for him are not going to make that same move uh, as is. So that is all worth following. Finally, uh, IU basketball has made a hire. Indiana hires Mike Woodson former uh, NBA head coach also former Bob Knight player and this feels a bit to me a little bit like the way that Alabama was trying to build back after Bear Bryant where everybody had to have a connection to Bear Bryant because he loomed as such a legendary factor over the entirety of the program that there was a difficulty in moving beyond Bear Bryant. And for about 20 some odd years I think that was what was going on at Alabama before they finally ended up with Nick Saban. Everybody was an Alabama guy and then they got Saban and he took it to another level. Is Mike Woodson going to be a good hire? I don't know. I think anybody who claims that they know exactly how this is going to work is crazy. 63 years old not a lot of experience in the college game. Uh, They also have brought in uh, former Ohio State head coach Thad Mata maybe trying to follow the lead of what happened at Michigan where Phil Martelli joined with Jawan Howard and so you had an old school college basketball coach combining with a new relatively head coach. And look Jawan Howard has worked out fabulously well at Michigan chance for the Wolverines to advance now to the Final Four and I think like many of you out there uh, I would expect that what happens in sports is it's the ultimate copycat industry. One person has success and everybody else looks for that version of success for themselves. We'll see exactly how it ends up shaking out but I would make an analogy between Indiana and uh, Bob Knight and compare it to Alabama football and their attempt to, uh, to replace uh, Bear Bryant with somebody connected to Bear Bryant it seems right now like everybody needs to be connected to Bobby Knight who's going to have some success in Indiana. All right. I appreciate all of you. In one half hour I will be on television FS1 breaking down the two uh, Elite Eight games tonight. Again I like the under and the Oregon State game and Oregon State plus eight and I like the Razorbacks plus eight as well. Appreciate all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP go get your bets in fanduel.com slash clay That's fanduel.com slash clay. This has been OutKick. Thanks for hanging with us. I'll be on television in a half hour and I'll be on radio tomorrow morning 6 to 9 a.m. Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick.